Brandon Innes and Carnell Tate are two players that numerous people say should see playing time in 2023. Are they the only freshmen that should possibly see playing time when the Buckeyes take the field in the fall? We tackled this topic today on Locked on Buckeyes. You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked on Buckeyes from Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Thursday, July 20th in the year 2023, and I want to thank you for making Locked on Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day during today's episode. We will discuss the pros and cons of playing freshman in the fall for the Ohio State Buckeyes. And if freshmen play, who should play in 2023? But first, the thought of playing freshman is one that's in my mind every offseason this time of year. But normally we don't really tackle it and say this guy should play or that guy should play. Because when you're a freshman coming into Ohio State, you're looked at as someone who is learning how to be a college athlete. Your first year playing college football, it's a whole lot different than it is playing in a public school in high school or even some, a lot of private schools. Even if you're at a prep academy, say IMG, playing football at Ohio State's a different animal. The nutrition it takes to keep your body up to par to play, completely different. The type of workouts, completely different. And so we think about how different things are. You might say, Jay, no, freshmen shouldn't play. But then when you see how talented some of these athletes are, maybe a Jaden Bonsu or a Malik Hartford or um, um, Jermaine Matthews Jr. or Jason Moore or Brandon Anderson, Carnell Tate, when you see how talented they are, you might say, oh, buddy, let's take a timeout real quick. Maybe they should play. And I think with this Time of the offseason, Ohio State recently announced that they're going to start spring, excuse me, training camp, fall camp, August 3rd and 4th. And, you know, right around the corner, the boys to get on the field, we're going to be looking to hear, hey, who is that guy popping off or is that guy doing good things or is he getting time with the ones we're looking at this topic? And I think when it comes to freshmen playing in 2023, it's a very delicate topic, even for a coach. Because if I'm Ryan Day, or let's say specifically Brian Hartline, because the topic came to mind when thinking about Brandon Ennis and Cardo Tate and what they could be in the fall if they play. If you play them, if you play Ennis and Tate, who's coming off the field? Probably Harrison Jr. in either Abuka or Fleming. Now, you could keep Abuka or, and Fleming or Abuka or Harrison Jr. on the field, one of the two, but Fleming and one of the other guys got to come off. So you're losing two of your top three receivers alone also if you play one of these two talented receivers does that mean Jaden Jaden Ballard's time is being taken away so you're seeing yeah you have two guys that are probably future first round picks you want them on the field also you have a guy who is who has been grinding to get on the field well if Innocent Tate are neck and neck or maybe slightly below a Ballard but you play the youngsters anyway that's taking reps away from Ballard who some are saying could have a big, a bigger year, could be a piece of the pie in Ohio State's offense in the fall. 
So it's great to have the talent. I love the talent that Ohio State has stockpiled in this recruiting class in 2023. However, when you go about playing freshman in 2023, the idea is maybe more special teams oriented than offense or defense. Let's take Jason Moore, for example. Jason Moore and Luke Montgomery, two freshmen coming in. Jason Moore, Montgomery, um, two uh, Montgomery, an O-lineman, probably left tackle. Jason Moore, defensive lineman. And both of these guys are going to come in and make some noise as freshmen, but probably in practice. It's probably going to be something that when you look at the depth chart, well, Ohio State has numerous players that are backups that aren't freshmen. Jacob James being one of them, Enoch Vamahi, Tag Tisha Bowles, a redshirt freshman, uh, George Fitzpatrick, a redshirt freshman. So you have a lot of guys there that are not are in a backup role, but are not freshmen. So should Montgomery come in and say, hey, if the backups are in it and mop up duty, should Montgomery automatically come in and play? Maybe, but you got to get the, the the twos run first. Now let's say you're playing Youngstown State. It's a it's it's you're just destroying them. And next thing you know, you're up 75-0, 11 minutes to go in the game. Throwing a number out there. Yes, play the freshman. But if it's Big Ten play, you're up 30, 35 points with eight minutes to go. I am not trying to throw the freshman in there right away. Get those backups some reps. Those guys that have been there for a while, they need this time to work and to do some things in-game that they normally would not do during a season. You need that. So for freshmen, specifically for this conversation today, put them on special teams. Some of, some of you remember Chris Olave's freshman season. Chris Olave, what did he do in the Michigan game? Blocked a punt. And it doesn't take much to wow and, and make a name for yourself in that capacity on special teams for Ohio State, especially in that game. If you were playing in that game and you block a punt no matter if you're a, a grad transfer or if you're an incoming freshman, you that play will probably be remembered by thousands of Ohio State fans because it's very, very important to Ohio State having a chance to beat the Wolverines in that contest. In regards to Innocent Tate, I know I'm going to keep going back and forth from, from some uh, linemen to some skill players on offense. But in regards to Innocent Tate, I personally think for them, don't rush it. Don't. Sometimes it's a slow process. Sometimes things happen. And if you say, hey, we need you so bad, you're just going to throw them out there, throw them to the wolves and say, hey, man, sink or swim. We hope you We hope you swim. Don't sink. We, we think you'll be fun. No. You got to be very, very careful. Because college football coaches, they are chomping at the bit to try to find a way to have the upper hand on you. Especially if you play a guy that's inexperienced and you go out there and say, hey, man, we know he's a potential All-American, but we think you got the goods to beat him. And now All-American's saying, oh, he's a youngster, man. I got the trick of the trade. He just figured out how to play this game. And the next thing you know, you put the youngster out there. It derails their confidence. And by derailing their confidence, all of a sudden you're saying, oh, should they play more? Yeah. Are they mentally ready? Do they have the headspace to go out there and play more? No. Why? Because you put them on the field too soon. For incoming freshmen, if you look at Ohio State's depth chart, and I I have one on my phone, but if you just want to look up one, uh, it's not exact, 
but it's close. Ourlads.com, as Ohio State does not put out an official depth chart, there are websites out there to help you put this stuff together. You'll see the twos at Ohio State. Some may be freshmen, but a lot of them are guys that have been at Ohio State two, three, or four years. Probably not a good idea to put the youngster or freshman over them unless they are clearly the better player to play the position at that point in time. Should freshmen play in 2023? Yes, but in a limited capacity. What are some other pros and cons of playing freshmen in the fall? We'll go over that topic next here on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have the access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's easy to create a job post on LinkedIn Jobs, and it's also free. Once you create your job post, add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you would like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnCollege to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Thanks for making Locked on Buckeyes your first listen every single day. The everydayers definitely checked out and enjoyed our recent recruiting update with our guy, Brian Smith. But if you missed that episode, go to the YouTube or go to Apple or Spotify or the Odyssey app and check out our recruiting update. And the title you'll see, will four-star linebacker Kingston Viliamuasa commit to Ohio State? His commitment date is coming up on July 23rd. Ohio State is in his final three. Will Ohio State be the winner of the recruitment of Viliamuasa? We won't know until this weekend, but we'll get an update about where the Buckeyes stand and the recruitment of Viliamuasa with Brian Smith. If you're on YouTube, there's a playlist, recruiting updates, Ohio State football recruiting updates, and that video is there at the top of the list. Locked on Buckeyes is a part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. So I have gone over a few of the reasons why playing freshmen, should they play or should they not play, and kind of gone back and forth comparing and contrasting. But in regards to this conversation, I remember a time when I was watching high school football. I think it was at my high school, Lawrence Central High School in Indianapolis, Indiana. And to, in the area, I did the game by myself this day, but in the area was William Glover, um, former football player at Ohio at not Ohio State, former football player at my high school, ended up running track at Indiana University, and he was a corner. He won the 100-meter uh, dash his senior year running track. So he was an athlete, good athlete, and he had a lot of experience playing on Friday night lights. And the conversation about playing freshman is one that reminds me of this conversation with Will Glover because Will was one at the time. He didn't coach football, but he did coach track, and he knew some of the players personally. Quarterback goes down to this time period. Next thing you know, somebody, uh, I think a sophomore comes in in the backup role. 
And man, the brights, uh, the brights, the lights were bright on that Friday night. No brighter for me or any of anybody else in the stands than normal. But for that youngster, that quarterback, and I forget his name, and even if I knew it, I probably would not say it. For that youngster getting a chance. We the mistakes you make in practice are magnified on Friday nights. The good plays you make on on uh, in practice might not be made as easily on a Friday night when the lights are bright. And for that youngster, man, let me just tell you, I'm sitting here saying, man, he's inexperienced, or he he's this and he's that. Will mate simply said, man, these lights are bright on Friday, and they might be too bright for him right now. And when it comes to a freshman, I hinted, hinted at this earlier. But when it comes to playing freshman, and I don't care if it's Ennis or Tate or Noah Rogers or Bryson Rogers um, or Luke Montgomery or Lincoln Keen holds in a backup role, uh, Jermaine Matthews Jr., Malik Hartford, Arvell Reese, just to name a few. I don't care who it is. I really don't care at all. Jelani Thurman, a tight end, who many people are out here saying, what does he play? Oh, he's a tight end? Oh, he built different. These are things that are being said about some of the incoming freshmen at Ohio State. If you play them too early, one of the cons is that it might not just derail their confidence. It might derail it so much that they don't believe in themselves at all and they transfer. Because of the way you handle a freshman this time of the offseason, especially when you go week three, week four, week five, if you aren't working now to build up their confidence and to prepare them for possibly playing in the fall and preparing them to play college football, maybe not this year, but in year th- two or year three at Ohio State. And this is specifically playing them on offense or defense, not special teams. I think a lot of these guys could see time on special teams. Even in a mop-up role, a game that's out of hand, put some of the freshmen in. Let them run. Let them get their feet wet. Let them get hit a little bit on, in, in the shoe. It's great. It's needed. But, buddy, if you play them too early, that can be a recipe for disaster. In the recruiting meetings that the coaches have with the families, all of a sudden you're saying, oh, well, I see this and I see that. Now, maybe not. Maybe not playing right away at receiver or quarterback or running back, whatever it might be. But down the road, I see a scenario where your son's an all-Big Ten player, um, multi-time All-American, maybe be the first-team All-American, and then getting drafted into the NFL because of our – all season program, workout routines, workout programs, nutrition programs, the way that our coaches develop our athletes, we see this. And then all of a sudden, you get them out there, you play them a little bit too early. Mom or dad or aunt or uncle or grandma or grandpa, whoever it is that's a guardian, a guardian of the youngster, they come out and say, Coach, you said this. That's not what happened. What's going on? Well, ma'am, I... I got a little ahead of myself. I got outside of myself. I got outside of the things that we normally do and came back to backfire and the, son, and the youngster ends up transferring. That's one of the cons. Now, a pro of playing somebody now, you one, you got to make sure they're ready. And I'm talking about like main rotation pieces, D-line, linebackers, secondary you're probably not going to get guys in rotation in the linebacker room or, the, or secondary. I think Cody Simon or CJ Hitch are the first two up. And Cody Simon might be the third linebacker for Ohio State right now over CJ Hicks. I still think midseason, if Hicks progresses like the way that I think he will, CJ Hicks is probably going to be one of those guys that's playing for Ohio State. 
in that third backer role. Wisconsin heavier set, you bring it in Hicks over Simon, because I still think the higher upside over the two is C.J. Hicks at linebacker for the Ohio State Buckeyes. But an easy pro is, hey, maybe they're ready. You want to put them in a rotation, maybe on D-line, maybe at receiver. Those are probably the top two areas where you might see a freshman be in rotation. Hey, if it works out, if it if it works out, if they pop off, if they make some big plays, not only will it work out and we come on here on the show and discuss, ooh, Tate did that, Ennis did that, Jelani Thurman. Hey, buddy, I mean, I'm not, a, I'm not against giving literal hand claps here on the show. I'm not against it. Now, I understand if I went louder, it'd be in your eardrums. I try not to. I try to keep it. I try to keep it soft. I try to make it so that it's not overpowering you. What I would like to happen, I would like the players to be on the field to overpower the opponent when they're out there playing the football. The the freshman defensive linemen, the freshman receivers, some could see playing time, and it could work out. And we could be seeing a scenario where a Garrett Wilson in the uh, – Bowl game against Clemson in 2019 as a freshman. What did he do? Make big plays. But what was he? What was he prior to that? He was talented enough and he was ready to play that season. I think Innocent Tate, Rogers and Rogers. You can see a scenario where Ohio State goes from playing three receivers to maybe five or six. Why? Because these receivers are so good and trying to keep the guys fresh. You want to play them so much. Remember. It's not always the best to play multiple guys at receiver, especially when you have first-round receivers in Abuka and Harrison Jr. Fleming's talented as well. Like I'm not the like I'm not saying ta- Fleming's not a first-round receiver, first-round talent. He is talented, so be careful to throw them in. But if it works, the pros and the future of your program, the pros and the future for the youngster, man, it could be a sign of some good things to come in the future. What freshman could see playing time? At Ohio State in 2023. I got a few on my list. We'll go over them next on Locked On Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by Billiards Plus. Billiards Plus has the best selection of pool tables, game tables, shuffleboard tables, and more. And the best service in Central Ohio. Billiards Plus also can set you up with a brand new top-of-the-line grill that will last for generations. We all know how hard it is with the supply chain issues this year and getting certain things shipped on time. So when it comes to ordering that one big gift for someone you love, check out Billiards Plus. They have exactly what you have been looking for. Billiards Plus carries the best pool tables from Brunswick, Alhasid, Canada, Billiards, and more. Plus, top-of-the-line grills from PK, Napoleon, Memphis, and LaGriddle. That will be the last grill you own. Seriously, these grills stand the test of time. No matter the season, Billiards Plus has you covered for all your indoor and outdoor entertainment needs. Visit their showroom on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. Check them out at billiards-plus.com. Billiards Plus, family owned and operated for generations. Thank you for making Laughlin Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day over on the Jay Stevens podcast. Something I don't normally do, but there's been some good stuff going on over there. I definitely want to inform you and share it with you. We've had a series of great 
interviews over at the Jay Stevens podcast and discussing some really good topics. Had Ian Eagle on the show discussing what it means for him to be the voice of the Final Four, his relationship and friendship with Bill Raftery, and a lot more regarding Ian Eagle's career as a broadcaster. Had Greg Gregstraw, the Indianapolis Colts postgame radio show host, had him on to talk about Anthony Richardson, the Indianapolis Colts, high school basketball, Floyd Badungo, one of the best basketball recruits in the entire country, is in the state of Indiana and got to dive into that. But then also, my guy Philip Jordan recently discussed the rise and fall of ESPN Radio and the ESPN layoffs and kind of went over our dream National Sports Talk Radio lineups. You definitely want to check out the good stuff coming up there. We'll also be talking, discussing an Ohio State topic on the JCMS podcast coming up next Monday. Don't normally talk about the other podcast I host when there's good stuff going on. I feel like I need to share it with you. What freshman could see playing time for Ohio State in the fall? The players I'm going to mention primarily are going to be guys that their playing time is going to come via special teams. It is not going to be something where I am saying this guy needs to be in the rotation or that guy needs to be in the rotation. Honestly, I'll get this out of the way really early in this top in this conversation. I don't see a scenario where any of these guys, freshmen, should see playing time right now in the main rotation. However, I will say this. When it comes to the receivers, if Fleming does not progress, if he does not get better, and if he's not uh, progressing and uh, his game is not maturing in the, in the ways that it needs to, and if Jaden Ballard is not doing it either, if Carnell Tate or Brandon Ennis do some things that I think they can do on the football field in practice, you can see a scenario where maybe they don't start, but Ohio State plays five receivers, and the first one off the field is Fleming, the next one on the on the field is Ennis or Tate, and you rotate five. I am primarily someone that is not pushing to rotate a receiver right now. However, you got a guy in Fleming, in Ballard, Kojo Antwi, and others, they got to grind because these freshmen are coming. Also, I think Noah Rogers was the one that was an early enrollee that scored in the um, no, scored in the spring game. I get Noah Rogers or Bryson Rogers mixed up, so forgive me. And over the next few years, that might happen again. So bear with me with that topic. However, I think the only ones that could possibly see rotation time for Ohio State are Ennis and Brandon Ennis and Carnell Tate. Also, shout out. Or not really a shout out. Let's all keep him in our thoughts and prayers. He lost his mom recently via gun violence in Chicago via a drive-by shooting. I'm at a loss for words when this stuff comes up. When I end up uh, hearing about a player losing their uh, a loved one, or even even myself or someone that I know personally, it's always tough, man. It's always tough to um, tackle these topics and. You want to make sure you show the right amount of support and uh, share your condolences in the right way. I feel sorry for the young man. Entering his freshman year of college and his mother is no longer with him due to gun violence. Don't matter if it's gun violence or cancer. You never want to have a young person lose their – you never want to have anybody lose someone lose someone um, that they love. We know it's going to happen at some point in time. But for him to be an incoming freshman, a lot of good hype around him is for his mom to go out in this way. It's tough, man. It's tough. Well, keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Condolences to Carnal Tate and his family. And uh, this this one quick hashtag. Stop the violence. 
Just stop it. Gun violence, physical violence, domestic violence don't matter. Stop the violence. It's getting out of hand. Back to the topic at hand. Other freshmen at Ohio State that could play, and these are all going to be in a special teams role. Innocent Tate as well. I do believe special teams, maybe punt return as a returner, or even just punt return, punt block, one of those on, on kickoff. Get them on the field. Arvell Larice, Malik Hartford, Jermaine Matthews Jr., Jaden Bonsu, get them on the field. When it comes to the O-linemen and D-linemen that are freshmen, I don't really see a scenario where maybe on the front line on specials, maybe. Jason Moore could, Will Smith Jr., maybe. Thinking back to Caden Curry during his freshman year, getting time there on the punt team, but he was also a different type of cat. Jason Moore's talented as well. But I really just don't see that happening very often because of the older players that are currently at The Ohio State University. In regards to the quarterback, and I've left this one off for a reason. Lincoln Keehan holds the summer enrollee quarterback at Ohio State. There are currently three quarterbacks that are older than him that are all going to be higher than him in the depth chart at the beginning of the season. Even though I think he's going to be a better quarterback overall than Oregon State transfer quarterback Tristan Jebbia, I think the experience Tristan Jebbia has in him being a former starting quarterback for the Oregon uh, Oregon State Beavers. I do think that Ken Holes is probably going to be in the fourth spot there. Mop up duty. Corda Brown, whoever's the starting quarterback, great. Whoever's not the starting quarterback between that grouping will be the backup. Third will probably be Jebbia. Jebbia and the fourth will probably will be Ken Holes. I don't see a scenario where Ken Holtz just blows up so high, does so well that he is the third or second quarterback, excuse me, the second quarterback for Ohio State in the fall, which is why when it comes to freshmen that could see playing time, his name is off the list. Last show of the week, we'll be back next Monday. There are numerous players that are announcing their commitment. Decision day is coming for Deontay Robinson, Edwin Spillman, uh, Kingston Villamuasa. Check out our latest recruiting update with our guy, Brian Smith. Kingston Villiamuasa's name is in the title. If you're on YouTube, there's a playlist where you can find all of our recruiting updates. And maybe on Monday, we're coming back talking about one, two, or maybe three or four players that commit to Ohio State between our time being together today and the next time we're together next week. You can follow me on Twitter at jsteven07. You can send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. This has been Locked on Buckeyes here on a Thursday. I'll see you next time.